Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin. I dropped in, I dropped in to remind you that today is another good day. Thank you for joining into my podcast, Biblical Principles for Daily Living. I'm teaching from my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and other issues, and uh, we left off yesterday talking about guarding our gateways, our entranceways, to keep the enemy out of our lives, because the only way he can gain access into our lives is through the work of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. We're going to pray before we start. Father God, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God. We thank you for making us the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, Lord God. We thank you that we're heirs and joint heirs in Jesus Christ. And Father God, we thank you that we can all do all things because of you who strengthen us, Lord God. And Father God, we just thank you. We ask that you take the blinders off our eyes and you unstop our ears so we can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying on today, Father. For you said, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And we thank you for filling us with an hotel overflow, Father God. And for giving us your wisdom, Father God, giving your wisdom. Give us your wisdom so we can know how to do what we know, what we learn on today, Father. And we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Okay, so today we're going to be looking at overcoming, understanding, overcoming offense. We're going to talk about overcoming offenses, dealing with offenses. This is uh, chapter 13 in my book, page 51. We're going to start with Proverbs 19.1. A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. It's to our glory to overlook an offense, right? A person's wisdom yields patience. It's easy for a patient person to kind of look over an offense because a patient person is also a person of understanding, the Bible tells us. Um, So offense comes when when we really refuse to forgive. Offense comes when people do things against us to offend us, to hurt us or to disrespect us but um i keep saying the word us i'm saying us on purpose because i'm trying to teach us how not to take on the offense just because the offense come does not mean we have to take it on i need to say that again just because the offense come does not mean we have to take it on Thank you guys again for joining in. Again, this is Arthur Pearlie Martin. Um, studying for my book, Dating Identifier, Man God's Way. Dropping in again today. Talking about overcoming offense. So how do we overcome an offense? Offenses are going to come. Jesus tells us the offenses are going to come. But how do we not take on the offense? How do we not take on the offense when the offense comes? I'll be right back with you one moment. Good evening, good evening. I'm on my Facebook Live page. Um, Good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin. 
I'm dropping in today, um, teaching from my book. I'm on my podcast also, I'm live on my podcast, so you guys make sure that you drop in over there on my podcast and listen to some of my episodes, I think, oh, this is like episode 13, um, teaching out of my book understanding your own issues and other issues today we're talking about um learning how to overcome offense offenses are going to come we're coming from proverbs 19 and 1 um offenses are going to come jesus tells us that offenses are going to come so the only just because the offense comes does not mean we have to take it on you say what do you mean by that Yes, they did what they did to you. And um, that was the, the thing. The thing is, we have to realize and understand not to take the offense personal. How is it we don't take the offense personal? We don't take it personal because we constantly remembering Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rules of darkness, right? So we don't have to take on the offense just because the offense comes. It's important for us to remember um, not to become so easily offended by the actions of others because what they do is coming from the issues of their own heart. See, what's coming out of me is what's inside of me. And we're taking it personal. Again, it's coming from my own book, understanding our own issues and other issues. Guard your heart for out of it flows everything you do. So what the person is really telling you when they're angry and upset with you is um, this is how I'm feeling. If I'm talking negative, that's because I'm feeling negative. It's because I'm thinking negative. And I'm tell- letting you in on how I'm feeling by my behavior. <laughs> so it's not that it's what's coming out of us is what's inside of us. It's not really even about you. So you don't have to take what other people do and make it about you. We don't have to take on the offense just because it's coming. It says their actions and behaviors is not about you. It's really about what's inside of them. The issues in their heart is coming from the issues which are in their heart. So don't take it personal. They was like that before you before you met them. <laughs> they was like that before you got there. But if you did have a part to play, just say you sorry. If you had a part to play, say you sorry and move on. Um, but you don't have to be sorry forever. I'm not asking you to uh, be a doormat, you know, if someone offends you. That's not what I'm saying. If, you know, because the thing about forgiveness is, like I said earlier, just because you're sorry don't mean that they're sorry. Okay? So we got to use wisdom. And just because you're sorry doesn't mean you have to go back being best friends with a person because if they refuse to change, they're going to continue to do the same thing. Okay, so I'm not asking you to be a doormat for the devil because sometimes you may have to confront the issue. Pray and ask God for wisdom concerning their issue, which is being directed at you. So you can deal with it according to the spirit of God. So even though it's not about you, it could be directed at you because the devil's using them to try to come to test your faith. You know, how many of you know that our faith must be tried? But even if the devil is directing the fiery darts at you, it's still their sin against you. So uh, everything is going to always come back again, as we always say, everything is going to come back to forgiveness. Pray and ask God using wisdom when you have to confront a person who's constantly uh, offending you. Um, yes, they really did do whatever they did. They, they did what they did. We're not saying that they didn't. And they said what they said. But I'm asking you to forgive them for their part since unforgiveness is really uh, up to us. And so we can be free. Because in order to overcome an offense, we have to forgive the person who brought on the offense, right? 
<laughs> Everything goes back to forgiveness. So how do we overcome offense? Um, by understanding and knowing that what they got going on has absolutely nothing to do with you, even if it was directed at you. And like I said, somewhere along the way, if it's where you have to confront it, ask God for wisdom because you're, we're not going to be able to pray everything away. Um, especially with someone close in our inner circle, like a family member, maybe even a co-worker, somebody you have to um, be around or associate on a daily, regular basis. This may be somebody you might have to actually confront. But pray and ask God for wisdom so how he, so he can show you how to confront the issue. A gentle answer turns away wrath. A soft answer turns away wrath, Proverbs tells us, right? But a harsh word, it, it causes conflict. So ask God for wisdom and how to deal with the situation so you can defuse the issue. Um, the imperfect person who hurt you was like that before they met you. It may have been your first time experiencing them in that light. You know, we do it all the time. We get with someone and say, oh, they're so nice, they're so kind. And then when they go off, we're like, oh, they changed. No, they ain't changed. Chances are they probably was already like that. It was just your first time experiencing them in that way or seeing them that, in that light. Because a lot of times people can hide, you know, like at work, they had like one person at home, they're another person. They didn't just become like that. Nothing just happens unless a person is demon possessed. Things don't just happen. It, it takes time. It's over a course of time. Life don't just happen. Life is choices. It's one choice at a time until we eventually end up in the place in the position that we're in. Um, but nothing just happened. We're just not paying attention to the choices that we're making that's leading us to in that direction. So um, when we kind of wake up, we're like, well, how, how did I get here? <laughs> we got here one choice at a time. <laughs> Life is choices. So um, when we allow other people actions and reactions to uh, control us, then we're giving them control over us. But it's nothing personal. The way you come on over overcome the offense is don't take it personal. Okay, it's nothing personal. It's the devil, Ephesians 6 and 12, said we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So if you want to be angry at someone, like I'm, I'm constantly saying, be angry uh, at the enemy and continue to pray for your enemy so bitterness won't take hold of you. Just because they offended you does not mean you have to take on the offense by doing unto them what they've done unto you. You don't have to do to them what they did to you. <laughs> you don't have to. Jesus tells us to take no off, don't take on the offense. We do not have, we have a choice in the matter when someone offends us. If we take other issues to heart, it becomes personal and it will become our issue too. It's when we take it to heart, that's when it becomes personal. It's when we take on the offense. We don't have to take on the offense. It's when we take it to heart. Oh, you hurt my feelings. See, then we don't let, it's become personal. And now you're taking it to heart. We don't let it get inside of us. It's nothing personal. Ephesians 6 and 12. When we understand the fight, you'll understand we don't have to take on the offense. A person cannot apologize for something. Okay, if the person who offended you never asked you for forgiveness or say they're sorry, it's their issue, not yours. A person cannot apologize for something in which they're not willing to admit to being wrong until they're willing to take responsibilities for their own issues and actions and begin to change their way of thinking by renewing their mind, they will continue to deal with those same issues in their lives. And it will feel as if every day, if change for them is impossible. Because until we're willing to change, we're gonna to continue to do the same thing. Life is not complicated. 
If there's things in your life, in our life that we don't like, we're going to have to take them before the Lord and say, Lord, I repent of this. Now, give me your, can you give me your wisdom to show me how to change it? A lot of times it's just basically going to the word of God and seeing what the word of God has to say about it and asking the Holy Spirit, Father, grace me to do what your word tells me here to do. How do I do what you said to do here? It's nothing personal. Can we get that? If we can get that revelation of Ephesians 6, 12, I'm telling you, <laughs> unforgiveness, the devil will not be able to hold offense or unforgiveness against you. Until one becomes, uh, and, and, and like I said, because until we uh, admit it, we can't quit it. And we're going to be stuck doing the same thing because we will not see the need to change. These are the people everyone make excuses for by saying, oh, they're stuck in their ways. They have always been like that. Until one is, uh, becomes unstuck in their ways, they will always be stuck in their wrong ways because they will not be able to change their unhealthy habits or way of living without changing their way of thinking first. Because the body will always do whatever the body uh, tells it to. Yeah, we make excuses. Don't make excuses for people's bad behavior. Let them know this is not acceptable and you cannot treat me like this. It's not acceptable. And so until you can learn to treat me better, then you'll have to stay over there and I can stay over here. Proverbs say, if we put the one that's causing the conflict and the strife out, the conflict and the strife will leave. <laughs> that's what Proverbs say. So, you know, people can't change other people, but our part is to allow God to uh, let God change us. How about that? So the Apostle Paul tells us in Romans, do not be conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Until we change our way of thinking, we cannot change our way of living. So when a person is not sorry for what they do, you need to move away from them because they're going to continue to do what they do. Move away from them and pray for them and ask God to take the blinders off and to draw them to repentance. It's like I keep constantly saying it's like King Saul and King David. If we don't need to see anything wrong with us, we're not going to see a need to repent. And without repentance, there's not going to be a need to change because you don't see anything wrong. That's deception, and it's like I said, the greatest deception is self-deception. Remember, it's that person's sin and not yours. If, you, uh, if we want to break the cycle of wrong actions and reactions in our life, we must, be, we must first be willing to humble ourselves and open our heart to the ministry of the Holy Spirit so he can shine God's word, call the truth into our heart, so the planks of deception and pride can be removed from our own eyes. If we cannot see ourselves, we would not be able to clearly see anyone else. When we confess our own faults one to another, we can be healed, like James 5.16 tells us. Confessing someone else's fault is not going to cause us to, uh, healing to flow into our lives. We must be able to admit it before we can quit it. Confession is not solely for God, because God already knew what we were going to do before we did it. But it's also for us, uh, so we, can, uh, we won't operate in deception. Because self-deception is the greatest deception. That's one of the hardest deceptions to diffuse, right? When we're thinking we're right and we're wrong. So, uh, but 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 it's also uh, we have to allow the we when we um when we get into self-deception, it causes us to have a prideful heart and have a heart filled with lies, because that's what deception is, right? It gives lies a place to hide. It's a place for the devil lies to hide. Um. That's what's causing us to be deceived because we're believing the lie. That's what deception is. Deception is believing a lie. 
thinking that some, thinking that right is wrong and wrong is right. It, uh, um, that's what deception is. Right? It's believing the devil's lie. Deception is believing the devil's lie and living the devil's lie. So the way we overcome an offense is the same way. Number one, we have to understand the fight. Ephesians 6 and 12. And when we understand the fight that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, then we won't take it to heart and we won't take it personal and we won't make it about us. But it should give you compassion for the other person because they're showing you how they are by what's coming out of them. When they're frustrated and they're angry, that lets you know that they're miserable. So that should give you a heart of compassion to cause you to want to pray for this person. And our anger should not be directed towards that person. It should be directed towards that spirit that's using that person. By us praying for that person and commanding a demon spirit to loose them and let them go. And, you know, and blessing those that curse you because the only somebody that's cursing us is the devil, right? He is the one that curses. He the one who, who speaks evil against us. So when the enemy is using someone to speak evil words against you, that's not them. That's the enemy speaking through them. So Jesus said, I need you to bless the person because the person is not the problem. It's the devil that's using them. Bless them and bind the enemy that's using them. But don't take it to heart because love overcomes evil. And if you become just as evil as a person, um, then two wrongs will never equal what's right. I'm getting ready to end it here. So we're not going to take on the offense because we're not going to take it and make it about us. Okay, this is why we understand our own issues and other issues. We have to understand what our part is, but then we have to understand what the other person's part is and not take their part and make it about us. And don't let anyone say to you, well, you made me do this. If you hadn't did this, then I wouldn't have did that. Remember we talked about that being the blame game. Don't take other people's issues and make them about you. Don't let the devil take other people's issues and make them about you. You don't have to take on the offense. It's a choice. Life is choice. It's, they're going to come. It's going to come. But when it's nothing personal, when you understand the fight, you don't take it to heart. You say, oh, this is the devil using them. Satan, I command you to lose your hold. I've had to do that. I say, devil, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that today. I bind you in Jesus' name. Let's use a, that's warfare. Warfare ain't just casting out a devil. Warfare is commanding the devil and telling them what he will and won't, cannot do. Isn't that what Jesus did? He spoke the word. <laughs> that's warfare. That's spiritual warfare. Okay, well, I'm going to get off here. Remember, the way we overcome offense is we have to forgive, not take it and make it about us. And if you listen to what's coming out of that person's mouth, they'll tell you what's inside of them. For out the abundance of a man's heart, his mouth is speaking. And when a person is miserable, it's, you're going to know because that's what's going to come out of them. So pray for that person that God of all peace will comfort their heart and their mind in Christ Jesus. And command those spirits loose and let that person go. And that's how we learn to love people like God loves. And that's how we learn to overcome the offense by not taking it personal. Just because it comes doesn't mean you have to take it on. Let's not be angry about other people's issues. <laughs> Quit being angry how someone is and start praying uh, praying for them, commanding the devil to loose them so they can become like who God wants them to be. 
Let's stand in the gap. That's intercession when we stand in the gap for other people. <laughs> so uh, let's let's get busy doing some spiritual warfare by using our words and binding and loosing. Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what we loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So let's get the binding and loosen some stuff. We bind that spirit of fear in Jesus' name. And Father, we loose the peace of God upon them. Thank you for comforting Holy Ghost. I'm finna end it here. Father God, we just thank you for being in the midst of us. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you bring your, this word back to our remembrance. That our fight is not against flesh and blood. Help us to remember Ephesians 6 and 12. That when the enemy comes in like a flood, that our fight is not against that person. It's nothing personal. No. It's demonic. It's nothing personal. It's not that person. It's nothing personal. Find that spirit. Take authority over the devil. But like I said, if they don't want to be delivered and set free, then you'll have to stay away from them and pray for them. You have to sometimes love people from a distance. Jesus said if they don't want to receive the word for us to shake the dust off our feet and go on, let that be a testimony used against them. Right? People can't change people, but our part is to pray for people. It's the power of God. that, that The word of God is the power of God. So let's stand in the gap. Let's do some spiritual warfare on behalf of, of our enemies. And our friends, because the devil will use anybody, he use us. Whoever we yield our members to, that's who we serve it to, right? It's nothing personal. When the offense comes, you don't have to take it on. It's nothing personal. It's their sin. It's what they did. It's what they the de- they allow the devil to do through them. Because whoever the works of the flesh is when we allow the devil to manifest himself through us. Anger, bitterness, wrath, witchcraft. That's the work of the flesh. That's us yielding and letting the spirit of the enemy work through us. And the fruits of the spirit, patience, kind, gentleness. This is the warfare. We got to counterattack the enemy by using the word of God and by living, treating people opposite to how they treat us. You say, that's hard. It comes out back again to what I said earlier. Relationship, relationship, relationship. Our obedience to God comes out of our love for God. Here, let's measure that. I can measure my love for God by my obedience to God. There's no condemnation. Because we talked about that today. Every day is another day where we can um, do what we learn, right? So yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not yet. All we have is right now. So today is another day we can spend time getting to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Fellowship, fellowship, fellowship. Developing that love relationship. And the closer we get to God, the further away we move from the enemy. God will grace us to do anything his word that we find in his word that he tells us to do. He will give us his ability to do it. It's not by might nor by uh, power, by our power, but it's by his spirit, the Holy Spirit. It's only because of him that we can live, move and have our being. And it's only because of the Lord Jesus Christ um, that we can do all things because he gives us the strength. He, we can do all things because of Christ who strengthened us. It's his strength. It's his ability. It's his might. It's his grace. It's his power. I'm going to end it here. Don't take on the offense. Offenses are going to come. It's nothing personal. Forgive and move on. And know it was what they it was what, what was in them was coming out of them. And they was letting you see what was in them. So take authority over that. If they're depressed, find that spirit. Take authority over that. If it's strife, find that spirit. I bind the spirit of strife. I bind that strife that's coming out of them and through them. Father, bless them. 
because you don't want the curses they try to speak on you to come on them because it's not even them speaking the curses, the devil using them. Ephesians 6 and 12. Please meditate on Ephesians 6 and 12 and understand that when we understand that it's nothing personal, then we won't take on the offense. And this is a principle that I've had to live by ever since the Lord gave me that revelation. He said, guard your heart because out of it flows everything you do. Out of the abundance of a man's own heart, his mouth is speaking. So when people are talking, if you want to know what's in their heart, listen to what's coming out their mouth. I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed, be encouraged. Please share this. Uh, we don't have to take on the offense. Just because the offense come don't mean we have to take it on. It's so important that we keep our hearts pure and our motives right. Because um, it's the pure in heart that's going to see the Lord, right? We can't have unforgiveness in our heart and expect our faith to work. Faith to work by love. Um, we can't have it. The greatest three out of faith, hope, and love is love. Because um, we're not going to need faith when we leave here, right? But God is love. So let's abide in his love. When we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. When we walk in love, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So let's walk in love. I'm going to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be encouraged. Keep looking for the good in your day. So you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. And until tomorrow morning, you guys, and also share my podcast. If you um, support us, hit that support button there. If you'd like to leave me a voice message on my podcast, find me on Spotify um, at uh, Arthur Pearlie Martin. Um, name of my podcast. And it's Biblical Living, Biblical Principles for Daily Living. Um, follow me here on Facebook at Raptime Martin. Parley Martin Books. Join the prayer room if you like to pray. And if you'd like to donate to our outreach on call We Care, um, join my Facebook page, W-E-E-C-A-R-E, We Care. Okay? You guys keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. And remember, just because the offense come, don't mean you have to take it on. A soft answer turns away wrath, and love overcomes evil. So let's walk in love. Let's understand the fight, that it's not the personal, Ephesians 6, 12. Don't take it to heart. Don't allow what's in them to get inside of you. Um, Don't take it to heart. It's not personal. They're showing you what's going on with them by what's coming out of them. So let's pray. Let's remember to pray for each other. Take authority over the enemy. And uh, on that note, I'm going to end it. You guys be blessed. And uh, be so encouraged. And also, don't be angry about other people's issues. Don't be angry at people because they're not doing what you think they should do, saying what, acting the way you think they should act, living the way you think they should act. We're not the judge. We're not the judge. And who are we? Because even though we might not be dealing with the same thing, <laughs> we all have issues. We all have things in our lives. Because uh, none of us are perfect. We haven't arrived yet. But my, I don't know about you, but this is why I say I am the main subject of my own life story. And I'm not making excuses for how I am. I want God to change how I am. That's my daily, uh, my daily walk is the Lord show me me. Show me me because my, my heart desires to become more and more like you. So people can see the God in me and be drawn to you. So here I am, Lord. I don't know about you. So we're going to pray this prayer. Father, here we are. Here we stand in the need of prayer. Father God, we stand in right here in the need of prayer. And we ask that you just help us um, to take off those things in our lives that's not like you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy for strengthening us so that when the offense comes, 
when the enemy comes, Father God, we'll recognize it. We'll be able to discern it and know what spirit is in operation so we won't take it personal. So we can learn to bless those that curse us and pray for those that despitefully use us. Father God, Jesus, it's like you said on the cross, Father, forgive them because they don't even know. But we know, we know. We got Ephesians 6 and 12. And Jesus tells us in John 10, 10, that these come not but to steal, kill, and destroy. So let's recognize them when we see him so we can take authority over them, command them to lose our sisters and brothers, our children, and let's not take on the offense. Because when you're angry at someone, you can't pray for them in faith. You can't pray for the person that you're angry at. Let's have compassion in our hearts. And let's remember ourselves, because we'll look at ourselves it will cause us to have compassion and mercy on other people if we remember where God brought us from. Let's give grace to people. If we give grace, we'll reap grace because that's what God gives us every day. Okay, I'm going to end it here. It was their sin against you, not yours. But if you had a part to play, play, say you're sorry and mean it and move on. It's nothing personal. We have to love one another. God said that when we love, we abide in him and and he abides in us. But if we have not love, we can't say that we're abiding in him. He's abiding in us because God is love. Okay? God don't hate people. He hate evil. Let's separate the sin from the person so we can begin to see not just the evil, but when we when we have true discernment is not to, to see evil, but true discernment is to be able to distinguish between good and evil. So you should be able to see not just evil, but you should be able to see some good too in that person or that situation. Okay, I'm going to end it here. Um, You guys be blessed. Once again, be encouraged. And Father God, we thank you that your word will not return void, um, but it will prosper in the things where into it is sent. Father God, we thank you that this word has been sown on good ground. And Father God, I thank you for deliverance in our lives, our own individual lives. Um, And we will walk in forgiveness and we will walk in love and we will not take on the offense. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for strengthening us. And um, in Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Share this podcast or this uh, Facebook Live, guys. You guys be blessed and be encouraged.